And we're live. This is episode 23 of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Today is Thursday. It's November the 5th. Two days after already the election. And we still don't have a winner. But we're close. This is the Everybody Mad Live podcast. My name is Sam Lover. How you doing? What's up, everybody? I'm Kenya Kabeen. And my fingers are crossed that we can find out who's going to be the next president of the United States within the next day or two hoping praying you know what i'm looking at it that's why i actually have the tv on because uh some of the uh results are coming in now so i want to uh kind of have them but they say uh here, here's the bottom line trump has to win has to win has to win has to win pennsylvania we know that but he also has to win georgia if biden wins any one of those two states it's over Mm. So that's all we're looking at. And actually, the reason that we're looking at it, because both of those secretaries of state said that their vote counting should be done tonight. So we actually should know who's going to win, because really all the all the others, uh, I think it's like six states total that we're yeah. waiting on. Uh, so all the other states don't matter because they're lower in electoral college votes. So because the biggest prizes are still um, well, Pennsylvania and Georgia, Trump has to win, though, has to win those. I'm on. I'm, I've, I've been so on edge ever yeah. since Tuesday, and I think that that goes for the whole country too. Yeah. Like everybody is just feeling some kind of way. We just want this to be over and done with. But the reality is, is that if Biden wins, Trump, and we're going to talk about this, Trump ain't going out without a fight anyway. Oh no, he's going to say that. People are lying and cheating their way to win this election. That's what yeah. he's going to say. Well, he's already done that. He's yeah, already done that. He actually, uh, uh, well, we was just talking about the news conference that he did around about six forty-five. Uh, he yeah. talked about, uh, look, talked about it's like a dog. Like we up in, we we up here in Detroit, up here hiding votes. We up here in Detroit, we won't let Republicans in. Apparently, so uh-huh. you really don't have a whole lot of Republican voters coming in Detroit anyway. But right. we still have Republican challengers in every single precinct because they want to make sure if it does come some Republicans coming through there, they want to make sure that their votes are counted. And that's just the way it is. It's fair. It's fair and square. That's that's just the way it is. You've got equal parties on every side. But just because he's not here in Detroit looking at the results himself, <laughs> now all of a sudden, ooh. They might right. not be valid. We got to look at what's going on in Detroit because right. what's going on. They so corrupt in Detroit. Really yeah, that's and that, that's how he played it too. But you know, just the the blatant. You know, I know we're going to get into this. You know, later on in the show and everything like that. But the blatant, reckless lies that he's telling. I mean, he yeah. is the reason why there's so much civil divide right now in the country oh, yeah. because he just can't shut up. Like everything that he's saying is false. He doesn't have any. He's he, he doesn't have anything to back up any of his claims that he's saying. I mean, and it's sad. It's sad. And and people, they actually believe everything that he's saying because he's the president of the United States and they love him so much. They're going to believe any and everything that he says. But it's 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 just unbelievable. Like the press conference that I just got through watching. It was I mean, I've never seen anything like this before. Did you see the converse in Biden? Because I think Biden spoke earlier this afternoon and he didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing about cheating. He said it looks like we may be in good shape. Uh, but please be calm and be patient. That's what he asked for. He ain't say, oh, look at that. I'm about to win this thing. I'm about to win. Like, he didn't say it, but Trump went through a litmus test with everything. Well, you see, I won this. Uh, we, yeah. we were with, with phenomenal cheating and the, and, and, and the Democratic cities. And uh, like, like everything that he says is just a lie. Biden just came on there like, they still counting the votes. Go, really? We can't do nothing. 
till they finish counting the votes. So we're going to talk a whole lot about that. I don't want to be labeled a point because uh, we'll have a whole show about the election and the hour will be over. But right, uh, right. Yeah, we might as well have a good time uh, while we're uh, waiting on these results because um, Georgia is about, what's that say, 99% done. Georgia. And but actually, they're cool. waiting on Savannah and yeah. part of Atlanta. That's what they're waiting on. And right. Trump is down by about... 3,000 votes. No, I'm sorry. Trump is up by 3,000 votes. That's it. So Savannah and suburban Atlanta can push Biden over the top. We're at 99%. So that's literally like just, just a few thousand votes left. So we might know something like before we end the show. Mm. I'm just on edge right now. Yeah. You all can leave your comments. You all can uh, jump in on the conversation under the link right here. Let us know your thoughts on the show because we have a lot of stuff that we need to talk about. So let's just go ahead and jump into it. So, you know, like I said, we just got through talking about it. Even though there isn't a winner yet, Joe Biden gave yesterday saying that he's feeling very optimistic about the swing states that are leaning his way. And unlike Trump, he didn't prematurely declare a victory. He also addressed the political divide in the country. Meanwhile, your boy Trump has been making baseless claims about voter fraud in multiple battleground election states. And now he's demanding a recount in Wisconsin. Is that still the case right now, Sad? Is he still demanding a recount? Because yeah, when, I, uh, when, I, when I did all this uh, show prep, I did this late last night. So yeah. trying to keep it current. Yep, I think he is still uh, asking for a recount. It's not probably going to change anything because I think the uh, like the, the vote differential is uh, exceeding about ten thousand votes. So even if he does a recount, it's not going to help. But but it's built into uh, Wisconsin law mm -hmm. that if you are within one percentage point of uh, losing, then uh, you can uh, legally re require a recount. So mm -hmm. it's likely, but recounts probably won't change the result. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure more states are going to follow. And we already predicted this, that Trump isn't going to go out without a fight. But it's kind of funny how Trump actually believes that Biden can only win by cheating, which is what we all believe about Trump. <laughs> so it's kind of ironic, right? But Trump said that he wants all voting to stop, which is really weird because voting has stopped. Right. But he's just mad that ballots are being counted right now and that he could possibly lose the election. Right. Uh, the Trump campaign, they've actually filed lawsuits in Pennsylvania, Michigan. Is it still filed in Michigan right now, Sid? Uh, yes, they filed a lawsuit in Michigan, but that's probably going to be thrown out. OK. All right. Michigan, Nevada and Georgia, um, as his chances of winning are narrowing down. So that's why he is currently suing right now. Now, I want to talk about this right here, Sid, because I know that you worked at the polls. So we're going to file this under the fuckery file. OK, Donald Trump. And a whole bunch of, well, actually, a whole bunch of Donald Trump supporters in Detroit, they showed their asses this past week because Trump is pretty much about to lose the state of Michigan. Did he lose the state of Michigan? Is it, are, are we, yeah. Are, yeah. yeah, he so lost. He yep, he lost state. Okay, so he lost the state of Michigan. So yep. what they were doing was they're objecting to the mail in ballot counting process. So poll workers were trying to get an accurate count of what was going on. Meanwhile, the Trump supporters were beating on windows. They were screaming, stop the count, where, while the votes were being tallied up. And it, it, it was just unbelievable to me. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, a winner has to be decided. So why are you saying that we need to stop the count? That right. doesn't make sense. And, 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 you know, like, and just like we said, I just really believe that this is just creating more Civil unrest, more of yeah. a divide for the country because Trump is getting on TV lying, saying stuff. Now, say, what was your experience like as a poll worker, especially working in Detroit? Uh, you know what? We we um, 
at the physical polls, we really didn't have a whole lot of uh, issues. Uh, the first thing is that um, obviously a lot of the population is going to be uh, Democratic votes anyway. So I didn't see a whole lot of issues. We didn't have any trouble at my precinct. I think it was actually two two polling locations at my uh, location. So on the day of at the event, we didn't really have anything. And then the other thing, too, is that like over half of the people who were registered in my precinct, they had already done either early voting or they had already done mail in voting. So because they had mm -hmm. already done that, we didn't we didn't have half of the traffic that should have come through uh, to vote. They had already voted, so we didn't have that. But I did ask them, and this is what gave me some hope while we were doing it. Um, mm. I asked them because this is my first year. I was like, "How is it normally? Like, how how many people do you normally get uh, at this precinct for this particular precinct?" And they mm. said, "Normally about maybe a hundred or so uh, people." And that was in 2016 and also 2018. This year, even though we had already had half the people request absentee ballots, they actually got double that. I think the final total was about 250. Uh, actually about 275 people who came to that. So so compare that to about 150 normally. So even though people early voted, we still saw increased traffic on the day of. So that's what gave me hope um, at that point. I was like, Detroit is voting. Detroit mm -hmm. is voting because we knew yeah. what the absentee and the early voting was. And then to have that, that uptick at the precinct, uh, it was very cool. But really a lot of the issues not really been at the polling location. A lot of the issues has been uh, outside of our convention center, which is uh, Kobo. This is a little bit of it. USA, we count the votes, don't we? <laughs> don't we count the votes in USA? Yeah, this was uh, uh, one of my friends, uh, Banco Lake Thompson. Uh, he uh, is a uh, journalist here and a uh, columnist for the Detroit News. This is from his uh, Facebook page. So I want to give him the credit. Mm -hmm. um, so that was this was actually on election no this was yesterday wow. this was yesterday so they're trying to actually literally stop the voting from happening um so these are all trump trump supporters now when i posted earlier i'm gonna try, try to find it i said all these white people out here trying to get black people not to vote but look at here look at here what? What? Me. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop, let me let me see what she's talking. Hold on, because she was uh But this is where they normally count all the ballots every election. But why are they not allowing people to come in and watch them count those ballots? And where do they come from? Where do those ballots? They have challenges in there who are watching. They have observers in there. Standing right here at the window. They do have challenges in there. She want to get up in that building. What? To call and the lady gave me information to come down and see. She felt in front of this meeting that there would be additional people in this building to watch them have those balance. Now, why not? I, I'm with the media. I went, I went in there and I saw challenges in there. There are observers in there. Right, there are people in there. So you support you saw, you support President Trump? Stop. Did you hear? God. How you feel about Donald Trump losing the uh, basically? 
Okay, that's it. I I, I don't even I don't even want to uh, pollute minds. <laughs> I I am tripping off that right there. That's kind of interesting to see an African American woman, especially an older African American woman, side for Trump, and then but you hear but, but equate uh, him, equate him to being like, godly. So right, well, him to being well, godly. The only reason they say he's God's man is because he's anti-abortion. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It, it mm-hmm. like you really can't tell me anything else that lines up with what those supposed uh, beliefs are. But that's that's another one of them. And I think that's a, we need to put a pin in that. We need to put a pin in black people, because the other thing that was cool, even though we're looking good, we're still looking good as far as uh, Biden uh, pulling it out or whatever. We got to put a pin in the black people uh, who decided that it was OK um, yeah. to uh, be able to uh, support Donald Trump. Now, yes. it's cool. Now, any, I'm not anti-Republican. I, I don't mind Republican issues because I do like the balance. Like sometimes you need other ideas to be to a yours. So mm-hmm. I don't mind people being Republican or Democrat or whatever like that. It's just Trump because, A, he ain't no Republican. He was a Democrat before he even started that. The only reason he ran as Republican because they were stupid enough to allow him to progress through, through that process. Mm-hmm. That's why. So, look, look, he hasn't been a Republican as, as long as he's been in this office. He spent money. Republicans don't like to spend money. He's done things uh, with government. Like everything that he's done has been stuff that Republicans don't do. So he's not a Republican. So that's not why they vote for him. It's something strange. So I think we need to have a deep old dive into that. Not only just just the black people who support Trump and then they give this one ancillary reason without any any sort of feedback, whether it's the rappers or whether it's uh, people like young lady wanting to buy them, uh, mama or whoever, um, we need to put a pin in that because I don't understand what's happening with black people, with some black people. I don't understand it either. It's, it's kind of interesting to me to be able to say I am African-American, but I am supporting someone that doesn't condemn white supremacists that comes across as a racist that doesn't really care about black people. That's where I, that's the disconnect for me. Yeah. Now, if somebody could break it down for me, I'm yeah. always willing to listen. You know what I mean? And I always. think that what, what we need to do is because I do know some people that are Trump supporters. I don't know if they're willing to go publicly on this platform to discuss it, but I would like to bring them on the podcast to just really find out their rhetoric and why do they support someone like that? I have, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know someone in my family that does, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. just, but I, but then a lot of black people aren't going to publicly admit to it either. You know what I mean? So, so that needs to be something that we do need to put a pin in it and it does need to be addressed just so we can understand, you know what I, I mean? Know. And have a civil conversation. You know, we're not going to be screaming or yelling back and forth, but I just really want to know, like, how is it that you can support someone that doesn't support us? As right. people. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, we're we're, we're all trying to progress toward the same way. We all want better yeah. for our community. That's it. Yeah. And regardless of what way we take to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all need to just work together towards that. So after this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I ain't worried about, about white people at this point. Like, we we all know that most white people, they're, they're not for us. So we just need to focus on us. We're going to focus on us. And if they kind of wean in a little bit and they show themselves to be worthy of and being at a cookout, <laughs> Then okay, but like until further notice, I'm black and black, 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 okay. black, unapologetically black. Period. 
Yeah, that's how we got to be. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because really what's been going on with all of this civil unrest and divide is that the Trump supporters are really turning up. Case in point, the FBI is now investigating an incident that went down in Texas last Friday where Trump supporters allegedly harassed a Biden-Harris campaign bus. Now, reportedly, vehicles with Trump signs and flags surrounded the Biden-Harris bus and tried to slow the bus down and run it off the road. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Police were called, but Trump did not condemn the actions of his supporters like a good president should do. Like what he did, like really, he he actually gave them a shout out on Twitter and said that he loves the state of Texas because of what they did. And then, of course, he was saying that this story that I just told you is completely false. It's untrue. But of course, there's receipts all online, all over the Internet. Everybody can see what's going on. Here it is right here. Yep, roll that, roll that beautiful bean footage, said lover. Mm-hmm. All, all that. So we and and that's what people need to know. We don't want to just make up stuff. We just looking at what we see, and yeah. we're just responding with common sense. Just two black black dudes just talking about what we see, and it's clear. Yeah. And it's clear because if if anybody like say Black Lives Matter was following uh, Trump or something like that, they'll be in jail right now. But look at this, and then you'll see uh, part of it where that black truck uh, tries to ram off the the uh, white truck off the road. So, like, you got that, and then you also uh, have some points where you see um, Marco Rubio, Rubio was talking about it, and, and like he was like, oh, oh, yeah, we do that in Florida, too. So, yeah, that's what y'all do. <laughs> that's what y'all do. Like, y'all don't want campaigners to come to there to campaign, so y'all gonna try and yes, run the bus out. And that got Biden and Kamala name on it. So, my thing is, like, what if they was on there? Because, uh, well, normally, like, they'll be driving in Secret Service details, so right. they probably won't be on the bus. However, they got staff people who are on the bus. It could be family members on that bus. You don't know who's on that bus. And I think they said some of the Texas delegation who are um, a, a part of the uh, Texas law, lawmakers, they were mm. on there. There were some politicians, some sitting politicians on that bus. What if y'all run that bus off the road? Yeah. And and they die. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and see, that's my whole thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's like the supporters, the Trump supporters are so angry. They're so frustrated that they're lashing out. And and just doing any and everything they can, like just on, on a violent level, you know, like, why do you move from a place of hate? Like, why can't you just say, OK, that's their beliefs. That's their politics. We'll let them believe in that. We believe in this and then everything will be fine. But then when you start lashing out and put, putting people's lives in jeopardy and danger, what's right. that all about? I just right. don't get that. I, I really don't understand it, man. And it's like it's really getting out of control, man. It's getting out of control. It really is. And my thing is not that serious. This is politics not, um, man. in office for uh, for a certain amount of time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, usually yeah. it's not going to be time. If you don't like it, change it in two years or change it in four years. But to run people off the road and, like, all this vitriol that we have, it's just kind of crazy. Like, it really is crazy over politics. And then over Trump politics. He <laughs> he doesn't have it. He doesn't have loyalty to anybody. All that stuff he promised, like, didn't he promise to bring back manufacturing? That ain't happened. He promised to bring back oil jobs. That ain't happened. He promised to help out Philadelphia and the coal miners in West Virginia and all that stuff. That ain't happened. Right. He promised to help that carrier plant, that manufacturing stay open. That ain't happened. So broken. Pro- oh, oh, that Mexico wall. That ain't happened. So, so it's like everything that he's saying that he's supposed to big things too, not just like little white lies. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, well, like I'm gonna try and do better. What? No, no, you promising you making big, big promises and still ain't keeping them. So right. why are people so indebted to somebody who they know 
Who they know? Ain't gonna help. Who doesn't them. tell? Because 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 what he's doing is he's getting on TV and saying fake news. They're reporting fake news. So whatever he says out of his mouth, they believe it as the gospel. They believe it is true because it's coming from the president of the United States of America's mouth. And when he gets on TV and when he says, don't believe your news outlets, don't believe CNN and all this kind of stuff, a CNN, which is a, a reputable, incredible news outlet for all these years, people actually believe him. And so they believe that they are giving out fake news and it's so not true. You know what I mean? It's, 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 that's so not true. That's anything, but it, it, it's, it's, it's not true what he said. Well, you know, you know and, and like I tell people, like back in the day, um, um, I think they changed it uh, back in the 90s. Uh, so when we, we was first starting out in radio, way back when, like news, you used to have to do both sides. You have yeah. to, you used to ha have two sides of every argument. You couldn't mm -hmm. do a story on the news if you didn't present both sides of what that argument was and the thing was is that like you give people both sides and then they figure out which side they decide. yeah it. but we got media now fox news ain't gonna yeah you got fox news is gonna be pro-republican you got msnbc that's gonna be pro-democrat mm -hmm. cnn is gonna be whatever they gonna be you know what i'm saying right. it's, it's like it's like how do people know how to sift through that you got to leave your comments on today's topics and stories let us know your thoughts uh holler at us under the comment section let us know your thoughts on everything i see people are checking in with us all yeah, right yeah. so we're going to keep things moving got some more stories to talk about let's talk about the 49ers i don't know if you heard about this or not but the san francisco 49ers actually shut down their facility due to COVID 19. Now, they were supposed to be playing Green Bay tonight, but their wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne, tested positive for coronavirus. The decision to shut down the team's facility was made as a precaution and prevent the spread of COVID. The Packers have some COVID drama, too, going on right now. Now, they're running back A.J. Dillon tested positive earlier this week, and linebacker Kamal Martin and running back Jamal Williams, they were actually placed on the reserve COVID-19 list after being deemed close contacts. Said, what's your thoughts on that? I, it's it's just one of those things. I think we're just in this thing. It's it's the pandemic. It, like <laughs> a virus wants to go to other people. Like once a virus is in you, it want to find somebody else to get to. So a virus is just doing what a virus is going to do. And we're just getting complacent in everything that we do. We know that we're not wearing masks consistently and doing things like that. So it's just going to do what. It, like you can wipe off all the bleach, all like have your bleach and have your disinfectant and wipe off all the surfaces all you want to, but this is an airborne disease like droplets go up in the air and it ain't much you can do about it except wear your mask. So if you yeah. want to keep yourself from it, it's to wear the mask. But I think we've gotten really away from people just still wanting to wear masks um, right now. Like, did you realize Election Day we had 100,000 cases? We weren't talking about really? it because Election Day. Yesterday, yeah, been talking about COVID, yeah. Right, yesterday we had over one hundred thousand cases. Right now, if, if if you look at your numbers, all the state numbers, if you look at your state's numbers, they're probably higher than it was when we was going crazy back in April and May. Wow! Like 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 we've gone on this little. I don't even know if it's a wave or whatever's going through, but like mm -hmm. we like we're in this little thing to where we just can't get out of it, and we we we've had no plateau. <laughs> America's had no plateau like we like we um, never had a period where we just went down and just kind of breathe. But everybody think we breathe, but so people ain't wearing masks. So now we're getting back up to more cases, back up to more cases, and then we got Thanksgiving coming up in the three weeks or whatever. More cases like that. So 
Yeah. People aren't taking it seriously, said. That's what I believe. Folks are still trying to travel and live their best life. And, you know, I don't really have a problem with that because I get it. People want to, you know, get out and travel and stuff like that. You know, you you traveled. You know what I'm saying? In the midst of the pandemic. I understand that. I totally get it. But you have to be cautious in the way that you move. Be smart. You know, just understand that you have to wear your mask, have your sanitizers, wash your hands. You have to do all that. But some people aren't doing that. And that's why these numbers keep rising the way that they do. Look at how crazy it, that is. This is May. Wow. It's May right here. May. Look mm. at this. Look how they're jumping Look up, that. man. Look at this. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's like. We just forget about it or we just think that it's it's not going to go away if you don't do something about it because we don't have a vaccine. So clearly it can't go nowhere. Mm. It can't go anywhere without a vaccine. So if we're not going to do anything to be able to help it, that's what we're going to get. We have to be able to expect that. So that's honestly like that's that's one of the reasons why I want Biden to win because of competence. He has the competency at least to put something in place. I don't know if it's to get more people in, in the pandemic room or get more people out or uh, getting more testing available to all these people. Mm-hmm. We need open up. Obviously, we need the schools to open up and we need all these uh, these hospitals. They're starting to get packed again. Yeah, that's why I want Biden to win, because we just out of control. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it Nine is months later to be where we are. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's and ridiculous. did you hear that? Did you hear about from your lesson? Yeah. And did you hear that, you know, a lot of uh, people have been calling into the suicide hotline and, you know, people are have a lot of anxiety right now because of this whole election and, and what might happen, you know, yeah. if if Trump were to win, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's unbelievable. Like, people are really going through it right now. Yeah. There's anxiety even if Biden wins, too, because people are thinking that the Trump people will lash out. It's just the absolute yeah. craziest thing. I've never seen anything about it. It's yeah. crazy. I wanted to uh, show something because uh, November is uh, no shave November. So I think I'm going to go the whole month um, without shaving as. Uh, Why? Why? Because that's what you're supposed to do with the campaign. But it's I mean, but, and, but I mean, but it's a campaign. Mean, where, where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, but I, I don't. You know, like, because I remember in the beginning of the whole pandemic, you know, no one was shaving and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, everybody's walking around. We're all walking around looking like cavemen and stuff like that. But after a while, I was like, man, I got to be clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but like, I don't like when you have good enough self-esteem, like you don't really care about what your hair look like and all that stuff like that. So it don't matter. At the end of the day, like, you know, your face is the moneymaker. So but how can your face be the moneymaker when you got taco meat on it? (laughs) but if you have that beauty it exudes beyond does it yeah you show yeah you need to get up you need to go closer you need to come closer to the camera Ah. (laughs) (laughs) please don't do that (laughs) y'all know we love talking shit on the everybody mad podcast now don't get it twisted leave your comments shout out to my boy wayne checking in (laughs) from la all right, so um, some more stories that we definitely want to talk about. Let's see, marijuana. Okay, let's talk about this right here. Five states actually voted yes to now legalize marijuana for both recreational and medical use. In New Jersey and Arizona, recreational weed is now legal. In South Dakota, in South Dakota, South Dakota, voters approved marijuana for medical use. Mississippi actually voted for an initiative to an establish. 
a medical marijuana program for patients with debilitating conditions. Montana approved two initiatives to legalize, regulate, and tax recreational weed for adults 21 and older. And Oregon took it to a whole nother level, voting to decriminalize possession of small amounts of cocaine, heroin, Oxycontin, and meth. Now, to clarify, this doesn't mean hard drugs are now suddenly legal. This means punishment for possession will no longer be jail time for certain amounts of possession. Now, the new laws will allow more funding to go to rehabilitation and education instead of criminalization for drugs, um, which I, I feel like that's good. I, I feel like, but when I saw like meth and heroin, I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and look, you can tell I'm you know you can tell I'm from the nineties heroin. Heroin <laughs> instead of saying heroin, you know, in the nineties all the rappers said heroin, nigga, like you know, but what's the other nineties term? Crack cocaine. Crack like, cocaine. Crack or not just cocaine, but it's crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Cocaine say she love you, but she really don't. That's some ATL stuff right there. Y'all know about that, but no, nah, we don't. We don't yeah. so save that for the next podcast. Okay, I'll do that. Maybe. Anyway, leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on what we're talking about. Hey, said, Yeah. Did you hear about your boy? Oh, well, first of all, whoa, whoa, whoa. let me get back to uh, this uh, uh, weed thing, because, <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of uh, Republicans are saying, you know, this is why they don't want, you know, the Democrats to win and stuff because, you know, they're going to legalize marijuana. What's your thoughts on that? Well, and and like the uh, young lady, well, not the young lady, but the young lady uh, that we saw, that we played earlier from from uh, De- from Detroit, uh, yeah. that was one of her comments. That's why she said about Kamala. Uh, yeah, Kamala, uh, she uh, smoked that and 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 inhaled. Like she was talking about a <laughs> uh, uh, little response to her uh, marijuana use and things like that. Right. So like, you got a certain segment of the. Um, I, I guess lack of a better word, the black evangelicals, the the black church folks who are super churchy and 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 i real into that so they're into that but my thing is like you got people who have lost their lives over marijuana like they can't get a job mm-hmm. still day because they mm-hmm. they did something as as a teenager with marijuana so right for something that now is being used for medicinal purposes because we've been using marijuana for medicinal purposes since the 80s mm-hmm. so you got 30 almost 40 years of being used for medicinal purposes um uh that's that that's justifiable so it's not crack it's not cocaine it's not alcohol it's something mm-hmm. that helps you out and it's proven so right so like it's time that we kind of change that number one we got to change how we think about it but two you got all these people who are still in jail right now for something that they did and then now we know that once you get caught up in that system you are kind of in that vortex you can't yeah. get out of that system because that follows you even though you finish your time even though you've completed your probation you're on parole you have no like you're free and clear you don't have anything you ain't checking in with no po or anything but it's still on your record you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like it's so it's difficult for people to get past that so that's my thing is that it's high time for us to stop sending people to drug to uh jail for life or or spending half their life over one mistake over something that people are using for medicine, over something now that all these white boys got all these dispensaries now. You right, know? exactly. And they should, and, and making good money. Exactly. I mean, making real good money. Now everybody's trying to jump into that too. Yeah. Especially like a lot of rappers, oh, uh, yeah. a, a lot of people that have money, you know, like if they got like almost close to a million dollars, even celebrities, everybody's trying to invest in marijuana now. So yeah. it's just like, it's it's the new thing. Everybody's trying to jump on that right now. It's kind of interesting. But now that, but that, but that whole... 
Yeah, yeah. Well, if I had enough, like I'll start me a dispensary. I would too. I, I would too. You know what I mean? But now, the, the, what I don't understand that whole you know crystal meth and heroin and stuff. I'm like, yo, that's yeah, that's excessive. But yeah, I see what they're trying to do because like you, it, we we just went to well the war on drugs. The war on drugs disproportionately hit us. But my thing is like, why didn't y'all figure out how the uh, y'all was having a war on drugs when black folks was on them drugs? But now that now that we we ain't the ones suffering from those drugs, right? <laughs> now y'all want to treat it with such love and care. Oh, oh, you on heroin? Oh, we ain't gonna put you in jail. Come here, right? Come here, baby. We gonna we 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 gonna get you back to hell. We gonna set you to a rehab. We gonna hug you and we gonna come. We gonna love on you. We got you. We so like it's the craziest thing is like wait a minute i know people who now still to this day who had some issues in the 80s with drugs yeah and they're still in the cycle of the system yeah what happened in the 80s with the crack epidemic mm-hmm. so well, see, they have it, but, but but it's kind of interesting how it's like now they've they've mandated this in oregon where there's a lot of white people and people are doing crystal meth and yeah. heroin and stuff, and they're getting high and wasted. Wild, and, wild west of drugs. Yeah, they're they're getting waste, chocolate fucking wasted, man. And it's like, but see, y'all won't do that for the black folks at all, at all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And you wonder why it's difficult for us to get more comfortable in this place we call America, right? Because y'all tried. Mm-hmm. They, they got different stuff for different people, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, they do. We ain't stroking right. Mm-mm, at all. That stroke game, that, that stroke game and pound game got to be a lot better, right? So yeah. let us know your thoughts on the Everybody Mad podcast. All right, let's switch gears, man. Let's talk entertainment news. Um, Shouts out to the homie Offset. I really like when celebs, they give back. You all know I'm, I'm always been big for that. And Offset, he actually pulled up. The three polling locations here in Atlanta this past Tuesday with food trucks from one of my favorite spots, Slutty Vegan and Big Dave's Cheesesteaks to feed some of the voters while they waited in line. Now, said I will tell you, I have actually patronized both of these black businesses. I love Slutty Vegan. Slutty Vegan, they have some of the best vegan burgers in the world. I'm telling you, man, they like and And, and, and let's be honest. I mean, they are using... Um, Impossible. I think it's an impossible burger or beyond the meat. One of the other, but I think it's like the condiments that they put on it. They do like the caramelized onions, the vegan bacon, vegan okay. shrimp, plantains, you know, like they, man, let me tell you. And then the sauce that they call slut sauce is on top of these burgers and it's a real messy burger, but it's so good. Now, the thing about me, I'm not waiting in line for no three, four hours for a vegan hamburger. I ain't I waiting for that. For life or nothing. Yeah, I, I don't see how people do it, but people down here in Atlanta, they do it all the time. The only time I go is like about like 3.30, 3.45 in the afternoon where no one's waiting in line. It might be like two or three people. I can get in and get out, but that's the key. And I should be yeah. telling this because now folks are going to be trying to go about like 3.30. You know, yeah, that's the golden ticket. Gave the golden ticket. Too late now. Right. I know, but you know, I like looking out for my folks. You know, I got to keep it 100, but it's, it's really good. Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. They're really good. Um, I can't really eat cheesesteaks like that because I don't like the, you know, I can't digest cheese. I'm lactose, right? So I can't really deal with that. But I have had like a cheesesteak with no cheese and, you know, a cheesesteak with no cheese is just that. It's just kind of dry. 
Yeah, you know, know, onions and stuff. But, you know, I hook it up, throw some sauce on it, might take it home, put some vegan cheese on it, heat it back up. Big Dave, he has some bomb-ass cheesesteaks. So anytime you're in Atlanta, check out Big Dave's Cheesesteaks and Slutty Vegan. And I should be getting paid to say this, but I'm not. I just want to support my businesses. This, this, uh, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Slutty Vegan. And <laughs> I know, right? Hey, well, that's going to come one of these days for real. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 yeah. We're going to go collect that check. <laughs> cut the check for real but uh yeah you you, you all definitely got to check them out they're really good but shouts out again to offset you know i think people realize how important this election was you know what i mean and and people had to get out at all cost to vote so just to say okay i'm gonna partner up with an organization and feed people while they wait in line that's huge we've never seen anything like that before yeah. this is monumental and historical that's yeah. why that's why so many people are just saying yo get out and vote that's that's what this whole thing has been about so shouts out to offset for making it happen yeah yeah i appreciate that i think we've been yeah i i, I am there well there's some things that i gotta kind of sift through a little bit that don't sit well with me but overall i think black people did what they needed to do i think so too and, and you know, like, yeah, exactly. That for the most part, we did, but we got a little like we got some stragglers that we got to find out why they're straggling, and we got to find out what we need to do. I want to talk about this too, since we're just talking about like you know, black people doing their things and stuff. I see that there was a large group of Muslims that actually did not vote for Trump. I mean, I'm sorry, they did vote for Trump, Muslims. Muslims, yeah. like the ones coming coming from from all across where and I know it's a lot of black Muslims here in Atlanta that actually voted for Trump. Wow, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Cubans, a lot of Cubans voted for Trump. That's part of the reason why he won Florida. Yeah, and uh, Latino too. Yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it is because uh, like if if you dig deep into the history and know that we we, we all came from the same. The same island called yeah. We yeah. that like like you have more genetically in common with us than you'll ever have with Trump. <laughs> right. And then he's disrespected your people anyway. <laughs> Let me like he throw he he throws Call paper, paper. paper towels at the Puerto Ricans. He Puerto Ricans at the Puerto Ricans. Right. Right. That's what I'll, I'll never forget that. Me either. Here you go. Yeah, I'm helping. Yeah, y'all need some help. I hear you had a hurricane come in here. Yeah, paper towel. And people think and people think that's actually okay to act like that. You know, like just the way he acts, the way he carries himself, it's just not presidential at all. Yeah, you wonder why people feel that certain way. And like well, we say voting against your interests. Um, a lot of people say voting against your interests, and we see it a lot. Now, I can understand a little bit with some of the rappers because some of them are in a different income bracket. So if you're in an income bracket and you think that another person will bring you something, I can understand your motivation to vote is fiscal, it's responsible, it's, it's financial. But on yeah. the side, this is what I was telling my sister-in-law. I was like, <clears throat> my thing is like, as a human being, as a black man, even though I do well and, and, and I appreciate where I am, I'm comfortable, I'm not complaining about anything. You know right. what I'm saying? Cool. I'm comfortable. I'm set. I'm good. It doesn't stop with just me, I guess. And some people, it stops with them. As long as they're good, that's all they really care about. But me being good and my brother or my neighbor or somebody struggling, 
I feel bad about that. Exactly. I feel bad when they struggling, but I'm doing all right. And you got a whole segment of people, whole segment of black people who don't have that same mentality. They don't have that communal sort of sensibilities about themselves. Like they don't think in that mindset. They think in like, ah, oh, as long as me and mine and me and mine doesn't mean me and all the other black people. Me and mine means me, my wife and kids. And then that's it. And that's it. Tough. My immediate family. And my thing is like, how can you be so like, how can you have such a shallow view of the world? Well, you know, when you get out there in that world, this is all they see. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter how many degrees you got, yep. no matter how much money you make, no matter what your political affiliation is, Republican, Democrat, whatever, they see that. So before they even see that you're a Republican or a Trump supporter, they see that you're black. And that's they don't look it. Yeah. That's it. They look at the color of your skin. Ultimately, that's what it all boils down to. And they don't care because at the end of the day, you still going to be a ninja. I'm going to just say it that way. You know what I mean to them? That's how I look at it. That's just me. And that's just my opinion. But that's how they're going to look at you regardless. Even if you're going to be at a Trump rally screaming and, you know, chanting and all this kind of stuff and make make America great again and stuff like that. They still going to look at you. They're, they're not going to look at you like, oh, he's he's not like them. He's different. No, they're going to look at you like you's a ninja. Ninja. Straight up. That's it. Up. That's are- it. So so speaking. So it's just kind of funny that you just talked about that because. When that picture of Little Wayne uh, came out last week with Trump, uh, everybody was like, what? It just in the picture just looks so awkward, man. Like the picture of t- them together. It was like a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah, it lo- it was it was foolery and fuckery at its finest. You know what I'm saying? And what's funny is that rumors are going around that Weezy's girlfriend actually dumped him because. He's riding with Trump now. You know, he's endorsing Trump. But Weezy actually isn't the only rapper that loves 45. Trump brought Lil Pump on stage Monday night at his final campaign stop in Grand Rapids. And Clump, Trump, let's call him Clump. <laughs> <laughs> he's Clump, right? But right. Trump clearly has no connection with Lil Pump because he called him Lil Pimp as he brought him out to the stage which kind of just shows, you know, it was just like a last minute ditch effort to pull in more people, pull in that younger generation. But it's just like, I I get exactly what you said, that they are, these are people that have millions of dollars and they're in that tax bracket where Trump actually looks out for people over a certain tax bracket, right? But, But it's like, you need, at some point, you need to care about the people like your fans, like your fan base. They're not in the tax bracket at all. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how does that make you look? And I'm thinking he, Wayne and Lil Pump, they don't have people around them that tell them this. That look, man, like this isn't your fan base right here. Like you all need to just just don't even because you're not even on that whole political vibe. You know what I mean? So don't even mention anything about politics. Just yeah. talk about the music. Talk about anything else. Don't talk about politics. So, you know, when you have cast like, you know, uh, Kanye, uh, who, you know, I'm about to, you know, get into the Kanye story too, but Kanye, you know, Ice Cube, even though Ice Cube says, what was that tweet that you sent me earlier? Uh, I gotta look that up. Ice Cube. Yeah, he uh, tweeted earlier today. Um, um, he, uh, hold on, let me he find said, Okay, here it is right here. Ice Cube said, let, let me get this straight. I get the president of the United States to agree to pull to put over half a trillion dollars of capital in the black community without an endorsement and ninjas are still mad at me. Have a nice life. 
But that's a lie, though. That's yeah. like, Q, where you where you getting that from, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> <laughs> does he does he understand how law works? <laughs> it ain't no commitment until them checks coming out. It ain't no commitment until. <laughs> Un, until bills are signed, like right. people have to literally sign stuff. You a commitment? No, that's not a commitment, baby. That's not a commitment. That's there's, not a commitment. There's, I wrote down some ideas and then bullet pointed some things on two sheets of paper. Yeah, that's not legally binding. And then even if it's legally binding, do you know Trump got thirty five hundred people who said, you know what, he ain't he ain't paid me yet either. He got thirty five hundred instances of people saying that, hey. He ain't paid me for contract work. Hey, I was an employee. He ain't paid me. Hey, I did his wedding. Hey, 3,500 people. 3,000 people. <laughs> you think you got a deal? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's amazing to me, like, how people believe the BS. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know where it's coming from. I just yeah. don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm just, and right now, like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, it's time to go ahead and cancel Ice Cube. Lil yeah. Wayne, Lil Wayne should have been canceled. A long time ago for some yeah, of the bullshit yeah. that he's done in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for, for some of the oh, stuff that yeah. he said, Lil Wayne should should have should have been canceled. You know, the black community should have canceled him. So, you know, it, Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, Regine, you know, because we love Regine, but I'm sorry, your dad, he's canceled. Yeah. Yeah, he canceled. We we canceled him when he said what he said about black women. We can't. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like you right. can't sit up here and disrespect black women when you came from a black woman. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't get it. Right. I don't get it. Like where is the where's the love? You know what I mean? Like why would you disrespect black women when that's where you came from? Right. And then remember uh, what he said two years ago uh, when he, when they asked him about when the Black Lives Matter was start was first starting. Well, maybe it was longer than two years ago. So, yeah, <clears throat> so a few years ago. Um, and they asked him about Black Lives Matter, and and, and like he's like, "What you mean? That's crazy. Black Lives Matter. Do you see all this money I'm making? Black lives clear the matter." So he's like, "No, no, no. That's no. not what it means." He's like, "Well, y'all can't sit up here and say Black Lives Matter when I know I'm making money. No, it ain't. It ain't even about you." And and then he went on to further say, "You know what? <laughs> yeah, that scissor, all yeah. that scissor, all that lean." Yeah. And fried that brain because dude like this ain't about you this is about the people in those communities that you came from this yeah. is about the people in, in those communities that buy you buy your concert tickets and support you through streaming your downloads and all that that's about these people because oftentimes the music is the only escape that they have from their reality mm -hmm. got the money to escape um being black you yeah, yeah. and escape being black for the most part but a lot of times you still get brought back in. But but he was on that mindset, too. Uh, yeah, like I got basically I got money and I don't see it. So, yeah, Black Lives Matter. That that ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. <laughs> Since that point. When yeah. Said yeah, I agree 100 percent. Leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on all the hot topics that we're discussing tonight on the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Now, a press release actually went out this past Monday about Trump inviting a group of prominent Black African-American celebrities to the White House this upcoming December to discuss issues facing the Black community and the president's proposed platinum plan. First of all, why is he planning for something in December when we don't? he don't even know if he's going to be the president or not? 
Let's, let's talk about that first, okay? Um, but this meeting was supposed to be attended by the stars of an upcoming documentary called Trump versus Hollywood. Uh, Isaiah Washington, the famous actor, he's supposed to be in this movie. Also, rapper Eric B. Now, the, docu the documentary seems to be very pro-Trump. Claudia Jordan and Too Short, their name was actually on the press release to be a part of this right here. But they both say that they were asked just to be in the film, but they are not endorsing Trump. Rich the Kid actually shared on his social media that Trump tried to put him in a private jet to Michigan ahead of the presidential election. See, that's what's going on. Like, you know, let me let me put you in a private jet, fly you up to, you know, out to D.C., to the yeah. White House. So you can ball out. And, and a lot of celebrities are falling for the okie doke. And that's what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Like that was what was going on before the election. And Rich the Kid was like. Nah, bro. You know what I mean? Because he gets it. He understands. Look, I'm not going to be a sellout yeah. to my community just to do some photo ops with Trump, just so Trump will make use me, because that's pretty much all it is, is Trump using black celebrities. And it's just interesting to see how celebrities are falling for the okie doke. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Lil Wayne, Kanye West, who, by the way, just voted for the first time ever in his life this past week. Straight up. For the first time ever this past week. And guess who he voted for? Me. Himself. He voted for himself. No surprise. Now, what's kind of interesting is that his wife, Kim, didn't say who she was going to vote for. But she did like a tweet from Kamala Harris about voting and another tweet from Kid Cudi that read, vote for Biden if you're a real one. So we can pretty much tell who Kim Kardashian voted for. And that makes me feel real good that she didn't fall for the okie doke. Because she could have been like, yo, I'm going to support my husband. You know, this whole Kanye West stuff was nothing but F. I, and I, I'm just going to say it's fuckery at its finest. You know, that I love saying that word. But that's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Clearly. Yeah, sure. Thing is, he got uh, he, he got at least 50,000 votes. I think about six or seven cities. Oh, my gosh. 50,000 votes. 50,000. And I think uh, places like Kentucky and uh, some other places. But, but people actually utilize... They're giving vote to vote for Kanye, someone who's never participated in the electoral process, never participated in government, never did his own civic responsibility. But y'all voted for him. 50,000 votes gone to waste. That could have either gone either way. You see what I'm saying? But you wasted your vote on Kanye West. Really? We That needs to be a discussion. We need to put a pin in that. Yeah. And, and really, I would I would love to find someone that could really tell me why they voted for Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah. Voter education. Like we do, like just need to know because I, I and I'm finding they don't have civic school. Well, civics classes in school. They don't teach us some of the things that we learned when we was coming up in school about the governmental process and all that stuff like that. I didn't know that because I ain't got kids in school. But it's crazy how. Just, just just the most simplest things that people don't know. And and clearly, like we we heard him during the campaign. He, mm. he ain't got no clue about how any, any of this works. Nothing, any of so that begs the question: like, why would you be comfortable putting putting someone somewhere where they don't know how to do the job? Yeah, at all. I guess people are thinking, well, Trump didn't know what the hell he was doing. And that yeah. might be why they voted for him. You know, th that's what I believe in my mind. I would think that someone would say, well, hell, Trump didn't have any kind of political background, but he became the president of the United States. So if he can do it. Kanye West can do it. And that's probably what they're, they're, they're thinking. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. But we got to like, that's just crazy. It, like, it doesn't even make sense. And um, a lot of other stuff that I've seen too uh, that happened, like e even even in Mississippi, like you see what Mississippi did 
um, with they changed their flag. Um, no. So uh, that was one of the things that they voted on. They changed oh, wow. the, the uh, state flag because it used to have the um, the uh, Confederate symbol or implemented. So they changed that. So that was one of the things they did. Good. Well, but they reelected their racist Republican uh, lady uh, back into the uh, Senate. So they got rid of the flag. They got rid of the racist flag. But they voted for the racist senator. Right. That's ass backwards. And then, <laughs> then they voted to legalize uh, uh, medical marijuana. That's <laughs> crazy, man. So I guess that's how they, like, maybe what they're doing is trying to uh, uh, soothe their pain with medical marijuana. But, but, <laughs> but nothing matches up. It don't match up. <laughs> but get the flag, get the racist lady out yeah. of there. Yeah, for real. That's unbelievable. We didn't talk about this last week, but we uh, we were supposed to talk about this last week. But it's something that we definitely need to talk about because everybody was buzzing about it in the streets. But Mike Tyson's conversation with Boozy over his recent. um, Well, actually not recent, but over his history of homophobic comments during a recent taping of his podcast. Now, Boozy made some offensive comments about Dwayne Wade's child who recently came out as a transgender girl. Tyson pressed Boosie on where his hate for homosexuality was actually stemming from. And he asked him, he's like, you know, wondering like, yo, Boosie, is the aggression coming from your own insecurities about your own sexuality? Sid has a clip. Roll that beautiful bean footage, brother. The possibility that you're a homosexual and you by disrespect them, you further yourself from being a homosexual. I think you mean <laughs> like homosexuals. Nah, nah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm straight as an arrow. I'm just saying, you know. I'm not I saying did, you are, but why I, I do really, you have? Really, if I, you're straight, why do you? I really, I really, I really, I really commented on on, on the <laughs> Dwayne Wade situation because I got offended because because it's a child. He seemed a little scared. You know, that's why I, I really got offended, you know. And uh, <laughs> I'll be too. That's why I really said if it was a, if it was a motherfucking nineteen year old, eighteen year old grown person. I, I probably would. I know I wouldn't have said nothing. Why did you? But say I felt child? like he. I felt like, you know. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not judging you. I'm, yeah. Don't ever think I'm here judging you. I'm just trying to understand you. Yeah. And, I, and, and I got some demons. You ain't in my world when it comes to demons. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was just like you know. I that was scare like, me. You know, that was scary as hell. Like a child ain't 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 ain't, ain't at twelve can't make that decision. I I felt like I felt like. That's just how I feel, you know, and uh, and certain things I talk about on like that. I just feel like, I just feel like that that was going too far, you know. You Dick, you man. like, you I agree with you. You know, you calling you calling him a her, you know, like that that that's just going too far, you know. At twelve years, always like what? check this out. This I agree with you hundred percent, right? I agree with you, right? Me, I agree with you, but check this out. Who the fuck am I to say anything? We can't, you know, my, what I think don't mean a motherfucking thing. You know what mm. I mean? But I got a big ego. I think I'm somebody that can help the world because I'm Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Mm. I created this fucking image of I ain't Mike Tyson. Who I am is whoever, whatever people think I am. But I know I put something, I put, um, I put some scary shit out there. I know it's out there, you know, because I'm afraid. That's what kind of <coughs> <laughs> we have to know really Let me tell you something. 
First of all, Mike Tyson is and will always be a savage to sit up here and, and ask the questions that he did. Because when he was like, yo, I mean, like, are you a homosexual? Like, you know, it Straight was up. like, and, and Boozy was like, no, nah, but you you could tell he kind of got scared. But I like the way Mike Tyson handled it because he's like, really, his whole stance is, yo, like, it doesn't matter what you think. Like, let people live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, first of all, you're a grown ass man. You shouldn't be commenting on another man's child. This is a right. You know what I mean? But then, you know, he's trying to really get to the bottom. Like, yo, where does this come from? Because if you all pull up the whole interview, which is available right now on YouTube, you'll see that Tyson was just really trying to like from a psychological standpoint, really just trying to find out where does that hate come from? Like, why aren't you moving from a place of love? Like, yo, if that's what the kid wants to do. Let them do it. Yeah, it might be a little bit too young, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what. He thinks I think or anybody thinks it's his it's Dwayne Wade's child, it's Dwayne Wade's son's daughter's choice to right. do whatever he wants to do. So who are you to to to, to judge? Right. And, and and that's what that's the whole point of it. And Mike Tyson, in my opinion, really handled that flawlessly. I was like, wow, yeah. like, he just and, and 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 boozy, I think he really understood even after the conversation was like, yo, like I've been saying some really, you know, foul yeah. stuff. About and I need to really chill. I need to like just, you know, stay quiet on certain issues that I don't know nothing about. You know, right. until you become educated, then you can really comment. And when I say educated, until you become knowledgeable on a certain topic, then you can talk about it. But you know, uh, boozy also says something like, you know, to to be clear. Um, Boozy's uh, tour manager. He was like, you know, my tour manager is gay. You know, I don't have an issue, but you know, I just didn't like what I saw. But still, you know, sometimes you don't need to really comment on certain things. You it's know, right. it's it's that person's life, and I think the world would be so much better if people just mind their own business. Yeah, races or whether it's Boozy, right. <laughs> mind your own business. Mind the business that pays you, and yeah. That's really all you got to do is like it, like and that and that's the place where I've kind of always been like even even in this political thing like when when I when I can't understand stuff or whatever that's you that's mm-hmm. you so like I think we'll be a whole lot better if we just mind our business but I bet you Boosie won't Boosie won't <laughs> say nothing on the never again never again never again <laughs> and what's interesting is that Mike Tyson's daughter actually was the reason why that whole conversation came up because she didn't like what Boozy had to say yeah. about Dwayne Wade's son. And she flew from New York to LA to confront him oh, on wow. that podcast. She was actually going to confront him. And Mike Tyson was like, yo, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want you to do this because it might go left. So, you yeah, know, I'm going to go, left, I'm gonna go right, left, right on Boozy. Right, right. And so, you know, so, so, so she was like lit, you know, she was like, you know, I'm not scared of him. I'm going to say what I need to say. But she was offended by Boosie's comments. She just thought that what he said was wrong. And a lot of people, uh, you know, really, because, you know, Boozy always just flips off at his mouth. Like he just says stuff sometimes and, and and it has you scratching your head. Like what? And even like in the interview, Boosie was like, you know, my mom even tells me Boosie, sometimes you just need to shut up. Don't shut say up. anything. Just, just be quiet. You know what I mean? Like you, I understand we live in a, live in a very opinionated world with social media and stuff like that. But everybody but don't need your opinion. Every, everybody don't need your opinion. Sometimes it's just better left said in, in the house with your Keep your thoughts, like I said, like with these racist people running around here, these Trump supporters being so uh, violent and aggressive and everything. Just keep that at the house. Why do you have to 
why do you have to go public with it? You can think that all day. Just keep that shit in your own house. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if you run up on me, you're going to catch it. For real. You, you ain't going to get what you want. You ain't yeah. going to get what you want. You run up on me. Straight up. Straight up. So let us know your comments. Got a couple more stories to talk about before we close everything out. Lamar Odom's fiance, Sabrina, actually called off their engagement. Oh. Yeah, she said that Lamar has some things that he needs to work on. And she said that she's no longer able to stand by his side while he seeks the help that he so desperately needs. Now, she's probably referring to Lamar's struggle with substance abuse. Now, if you can recall, he almost died from an overdose back in 2015. Now, when he announced that he was going to, you know, uh, get engaged to this young lady right here, I was like, yo, this is going to be some BS right here because he only knew her for three months. He didn't even really know her like that. You know what I mean? Oh. So, so like it's like so when you say, OK, like I just met this girl, we're vibing and everything like that. I want to marry her. And he only knew her for three months. Yeah, I knew that shit wasn't going to last because Lamar got a lot of demons that he really needs to work through. And, you know, my prayers are with him because I can only imagine, man, he's been through so much. He seems like he's a really good dude. He yeah. just has a lot of issues that probably stem from his childhood. So my prayers are with Lamar Odom. He got some issues from the car that Kardashian curse, too. I don't care what nobody say. Like they, now nah, they put some roots on you or something. <laughs> All black man, boy. You see, you see what what what's the dude? Uh, Reggie got out of it though. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Reggie but he's the only one. Yep, he is he the only one. one. Yep, he got out. He got out. Uh, another breakup that just went down, um, Erica Mena and Safari Samuels. Now, it's kind of funny because even though last month they had their one-year wedding anniversary and earlier this year they welcomed a brand-new baby girl into the world, they announced that they are divorcing. Now, this is something that I definitely saw coming, too, because, you know. I don't know why they got married. Yeah, you know, I felt I felt like it was just more for the cameras of love and hip-hop. You know, yeah. like I just felt like it was just more for – to stunt and everything like that. But that's what Safari posted on his um, Instagram right there, divorce court. Because both of them, like both of them, and you can tell like they're like, I don't watch every single re reality show, but I know enough, well, I watch enough of them to know that both of them come from two different casts um, of uh, of the uh, Love and Hip Hop uh, series. I think mm -hmm. Safari did what? Uh, New York and LA and... Yeah. Um, Erica did Miami and New York or something and like she that. She did some of Atlanta, you know, like she yeah. bounces all around. And, yeah. and, when, and when she bounces from show to show, she ends up hooking up with somebody from the show. All you know, the time. <laughs> so it's like crazy. It's like, yeah. oh, you married her? Yeah. You know, like they both got bodies. You know, like we all know that Safari used to kick it with um, Nicki Minaj and uh, uh, Erica has been with uh, Rich Dollars and um, yeah. Bow Wow and uh, what's the dude's name? Um uh, Raul uh, from our Carol Squad and Sin Santana. Yeah. So, you know, even Sin Santana. So, and she's a, you know, uh, she's a, a, a known bisexual. Everybody knows Erica likes both men and women. Um, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, like, they both got bodies, but I just feel like, you know, you're, you're young, uh, you, you, you got money and fame and all this kind of stuff. So, you're not really ready for that whole marriage yeah. thing, you know, like for mutual. Yeah. For, for nuptials, I just don't think that that's a good look. Uh, finally, um, one last story and a sad story to report: the baby. When I say the baby, I'm talking about the baby from uh, North Carolina. His older brother, Glenn Johnson, committed suicide this past Tuesday up in Charlotte. 
Glenn actually posted a video of him, video of himself in a car with a gun and he was visibly upset. He was crying. And in the video, he was saying that he had been wronged uh, by a lot of people in the past. And not long afterwards, Glenn actually shot himself in the head and died. He was the father of three daughters and a son. Our prayers are going out to the baby and to uh, his family. That's yeah, it's sad. I was gonna play a little bit of audio. We'll put it on the uh, Everybody Mad page. I, I don't want to kind of put that on the on the uh, show because that's kind of yeah, to like to watch somebody like George Floyd thing did to me. I think that that yeah, that kind of did something to me to kind of see that. Yeah, let's start. All right. So okay, so this whole no shave November. I mean, this is for yeah. men health. So this men health yeah. awareness. And that's basically it. And um, because a lot of men, like we don't really talk about health um, as men um, and we can see it like women live five years longer than us. Women, yeah. women live to be about 82. Men live to be about 76, 77 years old or whatever. So wow. we die in our 70s. Men, uh, women die in their 80s or whatever. And that's because we don't do a lot of things. So they got a whole new thing with um, with uh, how what what you need to do by the decade. So they say in your 20s, you need to start getting yourself regular checkups and all that good stuff. Yeah. And then um, when you're in your 30s, uh, like that's when you start uh, getting your screenings, all your stuff like that. But in your 40s is when you, when it starts to really, really hit home. You got to get those screenings because um, you got to think about prostate. So you got to get yeah. uh, prostate. You got to te test for testicular uh, cancer and stuff like that. And then you also need to be doing your regular annual checks because those are the things that's going to uh, be able to check out for mm -hmm. diabetes or high cholesterol or issues with blood pressure and things like that. And yeah. we all know how those comorbid disease cause some other issues in, in your body. And and then, too, I will say that I am a um, I'm a witness for early detection and actually doing a annual checkup, because had yeah. I not done an annual checkup in 2014, I would have never known that I had prediabetes. So in that way, I would still kept eating like I was eating, kept doing mm -hmm. like I was doing. And it mm -hmm. probably would have gotten worse. But because I got it checked out when I first found about it and then I was able to uh, clear myself of it. So I was able to cure myself of that uh, prediabetes diagnosis. But that's only because I knew if mm -hmm. I didn't know, I still would have been eating carbs. I still would have been drinking pop. I still would have been doing all the stuff that I shouldn't be doing. So, yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, something we, we need to do. So I got uh, some doctor friends um, that want to come on the show uh, all this month. So we'll uh, get some people to go on. So if you got some questions about it, because I know man, we don't talk about it. We need to, but we don't. Yeah. So, what What are some of the screenings when you when you become now you're when you're over 50? What are some of the screenings that since you're over 50? <laughs> I'm not over 50, but if you're trying to find out for yourself, uh, you want to uh, screen for cholesterol every five years. And oh, then, well, I'm not 50 yet, so you know I'm just asking because I thought that you were over 50. No, you know I was. You know I was in middle school when you graduated high school. <laughs> I would do quite that. I would do quite that to 50. I'm just saying, bro. How <laughs> would you equate that to 50? <laughs> well, I'm. Well, I will say this. I will try the no shave uh, challenge thing that we're doing just to you know, help promote uh, Men's Health Awareness Month. And if I'm not able to push through, I'll just make sure that we just promote it more on the show. At least, yeah. Yeah, like, and that's all we need to do. They they say we just need to remind people so people can start getting checkups and things like that. And then what we can do is we can um, have some have, have some guests on. So even yeah. if we fall off, because I've been thinking about it too. Hold on, let's let's uh, do a uh, close-up to see. Because, yeah, I kind of already started. I haven't shaved at all. 
Uh, this whole month. See my gray. Mm-hmm. See mine over there. Yeah. So we'll see. It's already the fifth, so I don't know if I can make it to the thirtieth. Um, yeah. but we'll see. But yeah, we'll do stuff like this, and we'll have some guests on to be able to uh, share what's going on. I was trying to see. Yeah, what we? Where are we right now, man? Because Georgia was so close. Two hundred, two thousand and five hundred votes separate them. Two thousand. percent of the vote is in in Georgia. Five hundred votes. Twenty five hundred votes. 2,500 votes. So it's still possible the gap is closing. Every time they get a new drop of uh, votes that are counted, it drops. So um, we might find out today. Yeah, we might find out before midnight because Georgia uh, said that they are close to finishing their votes. <laughs> Pennsylvania said that they may also finish too. So we're watching those. Nothing yet officially, but ooh, it's so close. Man, it's so close. Every. <laughs> People follow the everybody follow everybody mad podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll keep you all updated on what's going on. If you don't want to watch the news and you just want to check in, we'll be posting on our social media uh, throughout the evening, so you all can just check out what's going on. And also, uh, continue to follow us too. I'm uh, at Kenya Kabeen one on Facebook and Kenya Kabeen on all of my other social media platforms. Okay, I'm saying lover everywhere, so you can follow us. But we'll follow this election for you. Yeah, in between the show, you want to get on to all of our uh, pages. So our social medias on our solo dot two slash everybody mad. So follow all our links on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and all the other platforms where we are. So you can listen to it live on YouTube and um, uh, Facebook, but you all can listen to it on, on the go. Um, yeah. How do, you feel, I said. How do you feel? Feel about the election? Mm-hmm. I feel good. I feel that he can make it because <clears throat> even if he doesn't win uh, Georgia, or Pennsylvania, which it looks like he's going to win either one or both, Biden. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't win those, he's actually close enough to where he doesn't have to win either one of them. He can just win Nevada. Yeah, he's just six votes away. Seven votes away. Okay. He can just win, really, one more state. All right. It's close, so yeah. we're there. We're almost there. Like he, can, Yeah, yeah. if he just wins Nevada and Arizona, he ain't got to worry about Georgia or Pennsylvania. So he's looking good. All right. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Definitely. Well, everybody, that's another episode and another edition of the Everybody Mad Podcast. We really, really appreciate you all rocking with us. Say some prayers right now. We want you all to say some prayers because we definitely got to take this election right here. We definitely got to take this election. But thanks for rocking with us. We'll be back next Thursday. Same time, same place. 8 p.m. right here. Really appreciate you all rocking with us. But stay safe, stay blessed. And until then...